Guess what, campers? AdamandEve.com is sponsoring this episode. This episode is about some snafus that go on when you're trying to fulfill your deepest, darkest fantasies. Um, I am supporting you in going to AdamandEve.com using the promo code SEXNERD and receiving 50% off almost anything on the site. And you get free shipping, three free DVDs, and a secret extra gift. Uh, this week's highlighted thing that I want to talk about is the under-the-bed restraint system. It's $69.95. It's actually pretty sweet. The fact that if you have a bed that you can't tie anything to, it's perfect. It just goes under the mattress on top of the box springs like a kinky, kinky bed sandwich. You might someday, maybe tonight, want to tie someone up. And if you try and use something like a necktie or scarf or something it might be hot but it also might be really uncomfortable or it might um it just it can be distracting when the tie isn't the right uh i would say the the, sweet spot where you're tied up you know you can't get out but you also aren't afraid for the loss of hand or foot that is the magical place and if you practice you can get there easily but if you don't just buy uh, some sort of restraint kit seriously seriously so we didn't get into it in this episode but we kind of hint to it but that was happening as well on top of everything else that we talk about that was going on during this little fantasy snafu um that also was a situation where one hand was too tight while the other one was way too loose and i had to retie it was the thing anyway uh yes go to adamandeve.com get whatever you need to make your your night right 50 percent off almost anything in the site free shipping three free dvds a secret extra gift, but you have to enter that sex nerd promo code. Okay? All right. Enjoy. Now entering Nerdist.com. Welcome to the Sex Nerd Sandra podcast. Whoa, what are these kids doing in here? Hey, if you're under 18, go ask your mom. Now that we're alone... Let's start the show. Okay, here we are. You and me. Guess what? I'm really tired. I have been up all night freaking out about the fact that I'm about to leave for three weeks to be on the East Coast. I know. I know. It's going to be tons of fun. It's going to be great. It's going to be so much. Like, I, I am the luckiest because I get to go to all the shows. That's why I and the classes like I get to enjoy all of that. So it's really it's fun, but it's like intense. Like traveling is intense and packing for three weeks plus all the electronic gear and stuff. It's just and I'm kind of like nervous, guys. I'm nervous because like I get to meet a lot of you that I haven't met before. So I'm like, ah, but I like people. I just get kind of shy, you know. Um, but once I get on stage and, and then we like meet and all, all that stuff, all the fun stuff, I like it. I just get shy. Oh, okay. I feel better now that I said that. Oh, okay. Now on to the stuff. Okay. Dates. Seriously. Um, so as this podcast is hitting the streets, I'm in a giant metal bird flying to Boston. And the final schedule for the Sex Nerd Sandra tour is I'm teaching adult superpower secrets, which we learn to make each other fly in, is on 9-5. And then I host a live podcast at the Middle East Club, September 6th, which anyone who's been 
in for a long time in Boston, like when I say the Middle East Club, they get really excited for me. So I'm excited. Yeah. Um, then I go to New York to podcast on September 12th at Pianos NYC. Then Philadelphia teaching a doubleheader of beginner and intermediate blowjob classes at the Sexploratorium. And then at Taboo Lounge on Tuesday, September 17th, I'm doing a live show. Now, monkeys, I need a little help uh, with the Philadelphia show on September 17th because, one, I'm a shy girl with terrible apprehension around PR. If you listen to the Terrified episode with Dave, um, that's on his podcast now, I, yeah, I talk a little bit. I just have a lot of anxiety around things so anyway, um, if you're in the Philly area or have friends there, please let them know um, because Philadelphia seems to be a little less acquainted with the podcast than other fine eastern cities. So please, yes, spread the word, create a meetup event or whatever world you'd like to play in, um, and I'd appreciate it, totally. Now, DC, you are my last stop. I'm going to the Woodhull Sexual Freedom Summit. If you are a sex nerd with a heart of gold in the DC area, get at that conference and say hi. I'll be passing you in the halls. We should figure out a secret handshake or something. It'll be a lot of fun. I'm also teaching Boning 101, which is officially my favorite title for a workshop ever. So Boning 101 at Lotus Blooms, September 20th, and then podcasting, closing out the show at Bus Boys and Poets on September 22nd. It's a Sunday night with the final live podcast extravaganza of the Sex Nerd Sandra. I'm scared of you, but golly, this is going to be friggin' fun, Tor. I can't wait. You can get all the details on sexnerdsandra.com. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> getting to this week's show, it's shorter than usual. Size does not matter as we've talked about before. Um, but yeah, it's about 30 minutes long. It's a, it was after a long day of wine tasting and the couple that I'm talking to, Yvette, who you've gotten to know from previous episodes, we have not seen or talked about the situation we are about to talk about until this episode and I kind of sprung it on them and I was like are you guys cool with this because like we haven't processed this and it's the whole a lot of stuff happened in the bedroom when this sexy situation went down and they said yes so I hopped on the bed um so it's like three of us in a bed <laughs> in the middle of the night um and Yvette has just turned 30 which is adorable um so yes I adore you guys I hope you enjoy the episode I would say that um there were some body negative uh, things said in the episode by uh, one of my guests. And I struggled as to whether or not to edit it out. Because on one hand, you have freedom of speech and the honest expression of someone's considerations when they wanted to throw a sexy party. And then on the other, it's clearly... Um, body shaming for some folks listening. And I was like, what do I do? Like, uh, do I, I mean, I, I can always edit for PC-ness of the show, but at the same time, I'm kind of rejecting what the show could be in terms of enjoyable for other people to listen to. I, I don't know what to do with this. So let me know, actually, if you have opinions on, on it after listening to it, tweet at me, whatnot. Okay, so, hmm, yes. An episode about living out your fantasies and what may happen. Okay. Enjoy. Thanks, guys. I hope to see you in person soon. Hey, guys. <sighs> guys, I can't even handle it. Uh, I'm in a hotel room right now. And I know usually when I'm in a hotel room, it's because I'm at a conference. Not so this time. I am in Sonoma, 
wine country. It is Yvette's 30th birthday. Yay! Yay. <laughs> like, are, you, are you okay with me saying that? Well, yeah, we've talked about that. Uh, yeah, so 30th birthday, we have been drinking wine all day. We took a nice nap. And I realized that I have her and her boyfriend, Chris, alone in this hotel room with me. And we haven't talked about an experience we had together months and months and months and months ago uh, for Chris's birthday. Hello, Chris. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me. Okay. So this was my experience with Chris's birthday. Yvette comes to me. Do you remember, do you remember asking me to do the thing? I do remember. It's hard to forget. Okay. She basically asked me to be in on a night where we, where she wanted Chris to be tied up, where it was just her, and then all of a sudden she opened a door and more women came in, and it was just sort of like this huge teasy event where we have this naked boy on a bed who can't do anything with a bunch of hot women running around and being sexy, um, etc. That was the plan, yeah. I was hoping for maybe a like a one-by-one reveal, like a knock at the door. Each woman just comes one after the next, but... You know, turned out to be a big, uh, a big group, <laughs> a big group ambush. Oh, right. Because we were all outside feeling like, or like, I couldn't find the apartment first. Like it was like running around in the middle of the night trying to find the right apartment to walk in on a naked person. It's kind of hard when you're like nervous. Like we were nervous. The girl and I that, that like, teamed up about it, like we were both confused and, and then you were texting and then you were trying not to make it seem like he like chris you were tied up on a bed it was your birthday you just come back from a lovely dinner and yeah was it before or after the dinner i think it was before yeah oh it was before dinner oh right it was before dinner because i was concerned i was checking with yvette on a few things beforehand and the thought that you hadn't been to dinner yet was a concern in my brain but i was like they've got this they've got this mm-hmm. but I just thought that, you know, no one wants to eat like a huge steak and then have to poop and then have a bunch of girls sit on your in and around in on your stomach. Is that uncomfortable, fat sex feeling? I didn't want that. It's cool with me. But if he's going to be with some hot girls, I thought he'd want to feel good, energetic, light stomach, you know, no poop. So, so maybe, maybe it wasn't middle of the night. It was like around eight or something. Like it was dark and it felt late and I think we were in really slutty clothing. Yeah. And like, I don't use that term lightly. I mean, I was definitely dressed to kill. No, I wasn't trying to kill anything. I was more, I was, there was a lot of heels going on. Lots of heels. Anyway. Okay. So we walk in and there's, oh, Chris lying on the bed. I kind of the look on your face, Chris, was because also Yvette. Can I tell him about the the what you were wearing? Yeah, oh, that's the best part, actually. Uh, yeah, you can tell that. Okay, so Yvette. Well, I don't want to give it too away about your personal life unless you are comfortable with it. Are you guys comfortable with me? That's fine. That's fine. No worries at all. Yeah, it was. I I told Yvette uh, it was about a uh, like a sort of mommy fantasy I had, you know. And it's totally not like my mom. It's just like a mom, you know. And so uh, she really took that to heart and went and bought um, like a wig, like a short-haired wig, um, so that she had like this blonde 
hair um and she got like these really mom heels and like this blue like shoulder pad uh <laughs> like outfit on and like yeah church outfit and i think you had pearls right yeah the pearls and um just the whole bit and then yeah what was it it was like i think it was like six or seven or something like that and she's like okay and she like went to the bathroom and then came out in this and i was like okay this is the birthday present you know and i kind she kind of gave me hints about like other girls being involved and all this stuff and um so i was like okay this is i guess this is gonna happen now i didn't know if other girls were gonna come or what but oh, i kind I... of had a feeling that 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 might happen because she kind of hinted toward that you know in weeks previous and you still let her tie you up yeah i mean honestly i'm um i wasn't you know i i i think that i just like considered or consider myself like open-minded in in sexually so um and i since i expressed this to her and she went through all the effort of like getting the whole outfit together and like supposedly calling her friends and like a bunch of people over you know <laughs> a bunch of girls to to do this for me i was like i was gonna play along the best i could you know um and it ended up being a little bit more uncomfortable than i you know i was hoping to be like this enlightened sexual person that could just totally be comfortable with any situation but it ended up being like me tied to a bed and like you know um i don't know i i think that it was like it wasn't as organic or something, you know, there was something so it was, there's something like very planned about it that I was pretty nervous. And then also being tied up, I'd never been tied up before and I'd never done the mommy thing before. And I'd never done, or I, I had had like multiple girls before, but never with like Yvette and never, I don't think I had met you. Had I met you maybe once we'd had lunch. Yeah. We'd had a lovely lunch. Right. That's actually part of, <laughs> Oh, that was part of, uh, one of the other girls that was invited to this, who ended up not coming, does a comedy show, and she was talking about this conversation that she had with Yvette, <laughs> and she talked about our lunch because she's like, oh, now I see why Chris and Sandra and I were all invited by Yvette to warm up to each other before this, before this birthday surprise. Was that, was that what was in your brain, Yvette? Are you, have you been, I didn't realize that that was... That's why you wanted me to come to Culver City. Okay, first of all, screw you guys. <laughs> you know I like food. You know I like food and friends. I had no intention. I called everybody and their mama who wasn't uh, obese <laughs> or horridly unattractive to come and try and ambush my boyfriend. So, no, it was very coincidental, though. It's pretty funny. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, we've talked about it a little bit since then and, and I can totally understand why he was uncomfortable. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, that was a, it, it's, it's, it's hard to have something. It was a whole theatrical performance as far as the mommy stuff. And, you know, it was totally new for me and I cannot stress enough this outfit and how I looked like I was coming from church, uh, in Oklahoma 
and I had a I had a Bible. I had a Bible under my arm as I was tying him up and I was preaching to him and I had the big disgusting pearls around my neck and the high heels with the really wide heel and like all one navy color. Okay. I hmm. Okay, so we knock on the door not knowing what's about to happen. I've never been to this apartment before. And even it told me, like, don't you dare laugh when I open the door. Don't you dare laugh. So, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. so I'm like, all right, and the girl, and we've just met outside, and, and it just, Yvette opens the door. And Yvette is a beautiful, uh, I mean, Native American slash black woman. And suddenly you're in a, like, dirty blonde, short wig, terrible, terrible outfit, frock. <laughs> And you just you you the, your silhouette is of of a woman who's like in her in her fifties, and she just and, and your voice. Oh, remember her voice? Yeah, totally, totally changed. It was like it was very. She very, definitely played the part. Yeah, it was like oh oh, mommy's friends are here. Oh oh, it's time for Bible study. Oh hey, oh you look lovely. Let me take your coat. Oh, it. And I was like. Who put something in my drink right now? Because this is not this is not my best friend. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I did that for sure. I did that. I just thought it was awesome. I just thought let's take it all the way. Okay, these are mommy's church friends. I asked them to come in like really covered up, and you know I was trying to be hospitable and be a good mom even to these these women, so I could take their coats and undress them a little bit, and then underneath, of course, they were completely trashy. And I did a bit of the same. Then I said, you know what? I feel so overdressed so overdressed and so i had them help me remove my dress so i no longer have this big clunkies 50 year old silhouette as sandra just said um and underneath i was a complete hoe bag so i don't know you know it's it's hard i I, i've you live and you learn but the good birthday intention was there oh yeah no it was amazing and chris your face when i walked in you're i think you were naked with like just a towel like thrown over your nether region um, I don't remember exactly. I think that I was like slightly, I think I was in my boxers or something like that. I just, I was naked when you, when they came in. Oh, okay. So I, the, the biggest thing I remember, and it's definitely because I was nervous is that I was freezing cold. Like my feet were totally clammy and like cold and I couldn't like move. And I remember that were all four limbs tied up. No, no, just my, just my, uh, my wrists. Um, so yeah, you guys came in and what happened after that? Like Yvette did the whole thing, you guys undressed and then Sandra, you were like on the right and the the little blonde chick was on the left. She's a redhead? Oh, what? She was like 21 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Super young, but super game. And I, lo- I loved her attitude. Great attitude. Good team player. I think, yeah, no, I, uh, she was a good find. Good find for me. She's a lovely, lovely girl. Redhead for sure all the way, not blonde. Um, but <laughs> once they undress, I realized, damn it, how did I pick girls that had nicer asses than me? <laughs> like both of them. It was really a, an intimidating moment, but you know. Oh, I, w- I definitely was put to shame. I was like, that's been working out. Look at Yvette's definitely been working out. It's <laughs> funny. I had the opposite feeling. Um, so you're Chris, just so you know, your face when we walked in was something like, oh, like, and you were making this high pitched sound like, oh, yeah, you're. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Um, I don't remember the high pitched sound. Oh, I, I I do. I mean, it was like a, it was like a quiet exhaling uh-huh. slash awe, and your eye and like even if you did know that we were coming in, but it was just like. Like, I don't know. There was just this kind of... You know what? Oh, the one part of the story is that there was knocking at the door. And because Chris lives um, in an apartment where, uh, you know, there's a bunch of other dudes in in his place and next door, they're constantly kind of, you know, interchangeable and people are knocking and bursting in. in. Yeah, they're walking in and out all the time. And so he just completely assumed that at that moment, at least, even if he expected something, he thought for sure it was one of his friends. And, you know, he kind of was like, what? You know, what, guys? I'm I'm busy. And uh, I was like, oh, no, it's cool. I'll I'll just get it. I'll see what they want. And he freaked out. Like, what are you doing? I have to explain to my friends while you're wearing this shit. Like, he just he was not happy that I was getting up and he couldn't stop me because he was tied up. So it was relief. Yeah, definitely. uh, Now I remember that is when, uh, yeah, when the knock came at the door, I'm just so used to my roommates or, you know, my next door neighbors just like coming and walking in or knocking on the door or whatever. And I'm always just like, uh, not now, you know, if there's something going on. Uh, but this time event was just like, Oh, let's go see who's at the door. Like, I thought she was like taking the like humiliation factor, like way too far and like just exposing me to my friends or something like that. I was like, oh no, and you know, uh, of course I was that that looking back, that's kind of paranoid of me to think that Yvette would do that, but at the time I was tied up and naked and I'd never been going through something like that before. And this was an extreme situation already. So I didn't know how, you know, far she was gonna push it. So yeah, definitely I was scared at that moment. Yeah. And the, and I, I mean, of course, because you know, we talk about these things sometimes. The unknown, like even though the person planning it might know what the what the rules of the game are, and the person who's sort of receiving that kind of treatment does has no idea what's going to happen. Like Yvette and I had talked for a little bit about my boundaries and like what I was okay with doing and not doing, but it was kind of fun because you didn't know what I was okay with doing or not doing to you. Yeah, that's true, and um. That was an, an aspect of the, that was an aspect, like when I had a, a threesome before, um, there, I could kind of, there wasn't really boundaries. I was with two girls that were kind of like, do anything to either one of us. Um, with this, I was tied up and the game was that I wasn't even allowed to like touch you guys, even though you guys were kind of like you, you, Sandra, you and the other girl, uh, were like in reach kind of like I could the you know I could kind of reach you if I wanted to and like I kept trying to kind of but remember then, when you did yeah I did and then Do you remember what I did you said no you like slapped my wrist or something like that oh I think I slapped your face like oh yeah okay <laughs> yeah it was totally like no 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 you don't get to do that you know which in 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 fantasy is really is really hot you know um and I'm totally into that that vibe um but at the time since i was so nervous and like i wasn't you know getting hard i i wanted to like get stimulation for myself so that i could like you know not embarrass myself and make it fun for everybody kind of thing you know i was like trying to like okay i got i know that i'm tied up and we're playing this game but i like want to touch something and get myself into it so that we can you know get the show on the road or whatever, you know, because it wasn't really working at that moment. Yeah. Uh, babe, you, you totally, you know, you forgot to breathe. 
you couldn't right. yeah you were like it was as though his extremities had been like soaking in ice water he was so cold just wasn't breathing so you know lesson learned for Yvette but he didn't die and uh, I don't even really feel sorry for him actually when I think back on it it's still <laughs> yeah. kind of awesome but uh, no, we were putting on quite a show I think for me walking in because like, I checked in with Yvette but also it's like these things are learning because I don't think you'd ever done anything like this before right Baker no not no not like just like chris not not you know really premeditated although it wasn't really for him but it is or you know forced or or whatever that's when it happens organically it's it's a whole different ball game and you know everybody's game but you know this is like calling on girls for a favor which by the way there were like uh six or seven other girls who were completely game to be in on this and chris uh, did not was not able to change his work schedule as um, we'd thought previous. So it com- it conflicted with all of their schedules when I moved it last minute. It's like, dude, I'm sorry, I have to go to dinner with my boyfriend, or I have you know I have shit to do. But in the middle of the day, I carved this time out for you, and he ended up having to work. So he went from uh, like a, a gang. <laughs> A gangbang? Is that like, no? He went from having like gang tees. Gang tees. Yeah. No. He he blew it for sure. Yeah, I was very very bitter. I only uh, there was only one person that could cover my shift, and he just like bailed on me. And I was and I I I think that you straight up told me that there was gonna be like six girls or something like that if I could, if I could get work off. And I couldn't. I just couldn't do it or I'd get fired. And I was so angry that it was my birthday. It was the day of my birthday. And I couldn't get the work off even though I requested it like two weeks before and like six girls were coming over to like, I don't know, blow me or whatever. And I was just like, this is not happening. (laughs) That I can't get this off. Uh, Yeah. For me, it was definitely a labor of love of like, okay, I'm... You know, I am that friend that, you know, one can call on for such things. And, you know, and I might say yes. But then it's like, all right, am I going to kiss my best friend? Because we've been friends since before high school. And it was just like, you were practically sisters. So it was like, okay. (sighs) I think we did giggle. Uh, Yeah, no, there was definitely a little bit of giggling, at least between us for a moment I th- that was was that our first kiss yep. we oh yeah we haven't i mean like we just don't have that kind of relationship we haven't like been like rar on each other but it was just hysterical for me like all right let's do this okay i, yeah. I remember the kiss and i re- totally remember you guys it was not like <laughs> it was not like we are totally into each other it was just like this little like peck thing like okay we're totally best friends and we're playing along right now and i was like well, i was like yeah oh just another thing i was like kind of nervous about like you know like are they even enjoying themselves or whatever you know yeah totally well i mean we talked about it it was just sort of a fun yeah, yeah. it was you know what? i'm glad you got to witness that hilarious yes. moment um, but one thing, as a sex educator, I definitely went into that room kind of going, okay, having talked to Yvette, checked in about certain things, heard her responses, but also knowing what, you know, to have, knowing what, what can go wrong and what, and I was watching you and I could tell your extremities were cold and I ended up throwing a blanket over your feet, you know, and that kind of thing and, and kind of checking in with you a little bit. Like we were supposed to be kind of harsh with you, like, Ooh, you can't get any of this. But then I was also kind of like. No, really. Are you, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you were definitely, uh, definitely a very comforting. Like you, you broke the role a couple times, 
and made sure. And that was like, the, oh, so relieved, honestly, that someone was like even considering that I was like, uh, that I was pretty uncomfortable, to be honest. Um, I remember actually at one point you guys were like, uh, okay, we need to turn the heater off because there, there's a heater in my room, a gas heater. And you guys, okay, we need to turn this off because it is really hot in here. And I was like, it is. I didn't even know that it was hot in the room and you guys were like sweating. And I was just like, no, I'm freezing cold, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. And, um, and I remember touching your feet and your hands and because also I, because I checked in like, what, what are you tying up with? And it was just sort of like these ties, like you'd actually literally tied around his arm. Like you didn't have like a cuff or anything, right? Yvette? It was just Right. Yeah. I think there's some sort of material, I don't know what kind of material that was, but yeah, like tied his wrist, silky rope thing, yeah. thick, tied to the post, tied to his wrists. Yeah, and, and those things, so many people use those, but then it's like, for me, it was kind of like, okay, novice tires getting in there, tying with things that are sold at many stores to tie someone up, but truly what what are these knots looking like like what what is is it too tight is it too loose like what's the deal and so it was really interesting for me to actually see and kind of be like oh these are a little tight or like oh you are losing slight circulation like maybe we should you know like because it's no one's fault it's just like this is what society tells us we're supposed to do we're supposed to literally use some nylons and just sort of tie someone's wrists and then go to town and uh i can't feel my fingers you know <laughs> like so the whole thing i was just really interesting and then realizing that you're probably low blood sugar yeah yeah i was i was hungry <laughs> and i'm very uh emotionally unstable when i'm hungry i think yeah. um, you know what listeners nobody feels sorry for this man because this is the same i am with the same dude that if you if you go back to sandra's steak and a blowjob episode this is the same fool who sends me to another universe when i am uh giving him oral pleasure all right he's all set he's taken care of this is this is a very isolated uncomfortable episode so no one be like oh man because i'm not a terrible girlfriend and that's what i'm that's what I'm feeling like right now. <laughs> Not at all. No, but this, these are all like, you were amazing for putting this together. Like it was a one, I, I really enjoyed the evening. I just, it's more like processing a real human experience where we came together and was like, well, well, that was interesting, huh? But those memories will live on, Yvette. You in that outfit and these stairs and like all three of us on the bed, like spanking each other. Like, oh, like I, I don't play that part of like, oh, like spank, spank. Oh, my God. And we were all like oh, jiggling yeah, our butts. Right. Like, it was like, a girl. it was like an X-rated girls. Just have I want to have fun video. And we were all gyrating and having like a, a butt jiggling contest, like two inches from his face. It was just it was yeah. kind of the best. It was it was actually like like nervousness and uncomfortability and like strangeness aside it was actually like a really great experience you know i mean i i I totally don't want to sound like a complainer you know i've talked to guys about this and i'm like yeah you know i was kind of tied up and i was uncomfortable it was cold and they're just like oh yeah poor you you had three girls in laundry (laughs) dancing on you for like a half hour you know big deal um and i i i'm glad that we could talk about it like this because I want to be able to like, you know, constructively criticize the situation, but also like show appreciation for like the effort that you put into it. So, Thanks, babe. 
Oh, you guys. <laughs> no, it was, it was a good time. So I'm really glad to have been there. I felt absolutely ridiculous the whole time. But, you know, game, game for... Such a She's such a professional. You would have never known. I mean, yeah. I was nervous, very nervous as well. And uh, Sandra can keep her cool, that's for sure. Yeah, you Labor did. of love. You really did. You... Um... Sorry, I'm giving Yvette like a love, like oh, we we do it for each other, you know. Yeah, you 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 were very comfortable. I was like, oh, okay, this is this this the sex expert over here. <laughs> okay, this person has been here before, you know. Especially with like the taking care of my feet and all that. <laughs> it was definitely. And I mean, there was the okay. The elephant in the room, as you'd mentioned it for a moment. Oh look, it's an ant. Ah, kill it. I got it. Um, you'd mentioned. Uh, that I would say there was a, I felt a pressure in the room around when Yvette started playing with your penis and you um, just weren't getting hard. Like you were just staying soft. And I mean, I was like, you know, I don't care, you know, and I'm, I understand all of the situation. Like I understood like the 20 different circuit things that led it to that, but I could tell there was a certain amount of pressure um, that you were feeling about that. Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, anytime you're going into, into, a a situation where you have multiple people in the room, like when it's one-on-one it's, it's, and, and especially with your, when you're comfortable with your partner, like me and Yvette, it's, it's never a problem. But, um, when it, it becomes a psychological problem or it becomes a psychological issue when, when there's multiple people and all, and all of a sudden the risk of that happening sort of self manifests, you know, it's sort of, um, it takes over. It's like, okay, what if I don't, you know, what if I don't get hard? What if I don't, uh, like, uh, succeed or whatever, you know, it's like, what if I don't, this is my big, this is my big shot to, you know, do this cool thing with, you know, three chicks and all my friends are going to be so jealous, but what if I, you know, can't capitalize on it? Um, and so that, that gets in your head and I, you know, I'm definitely, uh, sort of a victim of that, of that cyclical thinking and like getting so paranoid. And that's exactly what happened. I think I got hard for like a little bit, but, um, but yeah, it definitely wasn't like maintaining or anything like that, you know? So that was, that was definitely a big issue during the situation. Not for me. I was like, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. Our, but, our, penis, our penises were perfect. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a good point. No pressure for us. We've, uh, we've discussed that a lot lately. seems very basic. Everyone knows that basic information. But really, when you wrap your mind around it as a woman, you're just, you're just so appreciative of um, – or you're so, you know, considerate, I guess, and not putting pressure on your man. Like, you know, because if you do get in your head, it's just – I mean, we have the whole, how wet can we get? But it's really not a big deal. There's a million ways to <laughs> kind of force that. Um, but yeah, I'm, you know, I don't know. I, sh- I don't feel like, I don't think I've ever apologized, but I, I don't think I need to. It's just, you know, I'm sorry that, I- I'm sorry that you felt that way yeah. for sure. That you were uncomfortable and th- that much for so long. No, I mean, I get, well, I mean, I'm sorry too but at the same time like it was interesting because we can say oh you know don't worry about it that happens and it's clear why but at the same time you've got three scantily clad women who are all like 
showing off their goods and a guy who we're doing it for and he's not getting hard. And I realize that in this situation, an erect penis would be the sign of approval from the male to the females. And so there's the, oh, I want to make sure that they know that they're hot. And it was just funny, but deep down like that, I'm like, oh, that's a really simple thing, but like, are we, are we doing it for you? Are we doing, are we, are we doing okay? But it's like, oh, that was, that was part of like my anxiety too, was that like, I wanted to show that approval, you know? And that's, that was part of that. Exactly. The same issue was in my head was that, like I was worried that you would be worried that you weren't turning me on because you weren't like enough or something like that, which is ridiculous because it was like three incredibly sexy women. You know, it was totally not like it, it was, it was, it, in fact, it was the opposite. It was such an extremely sexy situation that I felt the need so much, you know, to, to show that approval that, uh, um, eventually led to my decline. <laughs> okay, I remember trying to talk you through like Lamaze breathing, like just breathe that slowly. Just okay, let's let's try and I was like trying to like talk science and you're like, "Oh, and just deactivate your fight or flight. Just come on, let's let's de- de- deactivate it." Um uh Yvette, you are an all-star girlfriend and I just I'm so glad that we could just hang and yeah, it's really and happy birthday, thanks. and thanks for tolerating me podcasting in the middle of the night uh, to celebrate your birthday. <laughs> Everybody gets a dirty thirty, but not everyone gets it with Sandra on her podcast. <laughs> happy birthday to me! <laughs> Yay! All right, guys, just a window into the private life of your just as your next door neighbor sex nerd. All right, guys, go team fun. Now leaving Nerdist.com.